ever had one of those moments where you say to yourself, holy shit, life as I knew it is over. That happened to me. It happened to me when my 18-year-old babysitter came to me and said, your husband has been taking advantage of me. And as the story began to unfold, it was more and more disturbing than I could have imagined. And I want to tell you tonight that I filed for divorce. And the reason I want to tell you that is because I still have a little shame around that that I want to completely get rid of. And that shame came from how I grew up. I grew up in a very strict, religious, conservative community where the church hated divorce and they preferred that you just serve on the potluck committee and keep, <laughs> and keep abuse to yourself. So I remember going to my pastor, my mentor, and telling him that I was going to file for divorce. And he looked at me and he said, if you do that, you are in danger of spiraling away from God. No pressure, right? <laughs> and his wife, bless her little heart, told me I was in danger of becoming a lesbian. <laughs> it's crazy, right? Craziness. But in those moments where you are feeling so vulnerable, where the rug has been pulled out from underneath you, and you are feeling like you have nothing to hold on to, people saying those things carry a lot more weight than they do in day-to-day -day lives. So I realized that if I'm gonna go down this road, it's gonna cost me a lot. There's gonna be a lot of loss involved. So not only did I lose my husband and his family in this process, I lost that church community I lost my home that we spent three years and $150,000 remodeling. And during my marriage, I spent eight years struggling with infertility. We went to, I flew to different states to meet with specialists and went on all these crazy diets and took all these herbs and pills to try to make this happen. I did artificial insemination five times and it never happened. So we gave up and we got a puppy. And I'd always wanted an old English sheepdog and her name was Emma. And two weeks before my divorce was final, Emma was diagnosed with lymphoma and she died in 10 days. So the loss during this time was tremendous. And also during this time, my husband, um, who we were separated, um, met someone and began dating her, and very shortly after that, she got pregnant. So I tell you this to say, it cost me a lot to make this decision. It cost me a lot to take care of myself. It cost me a lot to walk down that road. So as I went to the courthouse and I turned in my papers, um, my hand was shaking, just like this, as I handed my papers to the clerk and she took out her stamp and she stamped each of those papers so loud and hard. <laughs> it felt like a dagger going through my heart each time she was stamping that and I left that room and I walked down the courthouse stairs and I walked outside to my car and I kind of walked outside like this, right? 
because I was afraid at any moment that I could be struck by God. Because remember, I just did something he hated. So I got in my car and I turned on the radio and a song came on. And the words were, down the road the sun is shining and every cloud has a silver lining. So just keep holding on. And so I thought, okay, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna hold on in the midst of this, hoping that someday good things can still happen, hoping that someday something good will come out of all of this. So I found a guide to help me navigate this process, and I had two friends that helped me through this process. The kind of friends where you're in the dark night of your soul, and you could call them, and they would help you navigate. They would speak truth to you. They would give you hope. And I don't know that I would have made it through without them. So I started this process. I started this journey of figuring out, how did I get here? And who am I going to be now without all those things? And what do I want my life to look like? And who is God if he's not this black and white terrorist that <laughs> I he was made out to be? And I have to say that work is not for the faint of heart. I don't know that I recommend it because it was excruciating to go through that process. But it broke my heart open in ways I could never have imagined. It was almost like I was seeing in black and white, and all of a sudden I started seeing in color. It gave me compassion so deep that I had never connected to before. As I connected to my own grief and pain, I started seeing other people very differently. And one example of that is one day I was having lunch at a restaurant, and I came out of the restaurant, and there was a woman in the parking lot walking towards me. And she was screaming and cussing at the heavens as loud as she could. And, and honestly, in days gone by, I would have thought, that woman's kind of crazy. I'm going to get to my car as fast as I can. But this day, after being in this process, I looked at her and I thought, wow, I wish I had the courage to yell and cuss at the top of my lungs up at the heavens. And so I walked up to her and I said, are you OK? And she burst into tears and she fell into my arms and started telling me her story. And I said, what do you need right now? And she said, I need to vent and I need some food. And I said, okay, I'm your girl. <laughs> so I took her back in the restaurant I just walked out of and I asked for a table for two. And I got funny looks as they sat me down and she told me her story. And she had been living paycheck to paycheck and she lost her job. And then she lost her apartment. And she did some couch surfing for a while, and then she ended up on the streets. And I thought, wow, that's not such a far off story for a lot of us. And so I listened, and I was curious, and I, um, I really saw her that day. And we finished up our meal, and we walked outside, and she looked at me and said, I'm so glad that someone saw me, because no one will see me like this. And I realized in that moment how much this journey really had changed my life, how much um, being connected to myself was, was changing me. And I was actually becoming the person I really wanted to be. And I got in an airplane by myself, and I flew to Phnom Penh, Cambodia. 
and I worked with survivors of human trafficking. And I stayed in the room with their pain. I didn't turn my eyes as they told me their stories. And their pain was different than mine, but it was still pain, and we connected. And I went to India, and I worked in Darjeeling and Calcutta and the Tibetan Refugee Center. And it just gave me, I think this process gave me eyes to see things so differently, to see and connect with people so differently in a way I really didn't before. So I take back what I said earlier, I actually do recommend this work. <laughs> it is extremely excruciating, but it is so damn worth it. So if you are in a transition, if you are in the dark night of your own soul, I'd like to lend you my song. My song that helped me through this time. So from my heart to yours. Down the road the sun is shining And every cloud has a silver lining So just keep holding on Cause every heartache makes you stronger And it won't be much longer You'll find love, you'll find peace And the you you're meant to be I know right now that's not the way you 